Good morning, everybody out there in small business land. Welcome to Ask the Expert, an award-winning daily series from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. to help small businesses. Please ask any questions in the comments or use the hashtag QBATE on Twitter. If you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. During the live session, we will be running a poll, so please do engage with it and I'll reveal the results at the end. I'm Brendan Concannon, MD of Christie Hydraulics and Engineering Solutions. Um, my interests are tennis, tennis martial arts, uh, motorcycling. Um, I'm interested in uh, Italian classic motorcycles and uh, the racing era, which which was the Agostini, um, Barry Sheen era, and of course the uh, Joey Dunlop, uh, Northern Ireland um, road racing uh, dynasty, and uh, which obviously also includes the Isle of Man TT. So those are the things that um, I tend to uh, sit and uh, sit and late at night and, and watch on the uh, TV. So um, just to uh, give you a little bit of a background, um, when I was asked to do this, uh, apart from it being an honour um, to, to host um, Ask the Experts, um, it did bring to mind um, what a customer said to me many years ago when I was out on the road um, canvassing and uh, cold calling in those days. And uh, I went in to see the guy and uh, he gave me a little bit of short drift. And I said, now, come on, Robert, don't be like that. You know that you always want to see me when you want to see an expert. And he very, very quickly said, ah, yes, he said, um, an X is a has-been and a spurt's a trip under pressure. Now clear off. <laughs> so um, obviously that that's uh, the kind of thing that you get when you're out on the road and, and it keeps you grounded. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it keeps your feet on the ground as regards um, that type of thing. Um, but obviously... Uh, you know, the, the pandemic has affected um, so many people adversely um, that uh, my, I suppose, probably more years than I would uh, care to remember, but uh, my 47 years experience in the business, if um, if I can help anybody in, in any way when it comes to the um, questions and answers uh, section, um, I'll, I'll do my best. Um, you know, we've traded through ups and downs over the years. Um, and we've always sort of tried to keep, um, uh, you know, keep positive and, and keep pushing forward. Um, I actually think that small businesses really are the backbone of, of British industry. Um, and, and really, we at this time, we need to pull together. And um, there's, there's definitely a, a sense of camaraderie um, about the industry at the moment with what's happening. Um, I can remember going back to the first day of lockdown in March, and, and I, I announced to, to everybody within Christie Hydraulics that um, the company Christie Hydraulics would not be affected by this pandemic. To be honest, I was as apprehensive as, as anybody else, but um, I felt it was certainly a, a, a key moment where we needed to come in and we needed to, to, to sort of face it head on. And luckily, we were able to keep trading because we have agricultural customers and uh, ministry customers, and it was one of those uh, those situations where we were actually cast as um, key workers. 
So um, initially we had a, a very strange sort of intro where it was deadly quiet on that first day and within about an hour the phone started to ring and uh, it almost seemed there was nobody on the other end of the phone. Um, and then people were saying, oh, you're there. Yes, yes, we're here. You know, what can you do? Well, we can provide you with the same services as we've always provided, um, but with obviously the uh, the distance, social distancing and all the precautions um, set in place. And uh, the gratitude that we had at that point from the local, you know, particularly the agricultural customers, um, it was quite warm, actually, and it was a real feel-good factor. And, and we felt as though, um, you know, we were helping people keep going and helping, you know, the very important food production at that time to continue. Um, and, and the guys were actually saying to us, look, you know, if, if you were not here, we can't produce. So there was a sense of relief on their part and uh, that's carried on. And, and we've had word of mouth business um, since we've been at this facility um, where people have seen us as a, a company that's got expertise in uh, such things as hydraulic ram repairs, which we now do in-house. Um, and uh, obviously hydraulic power packs and systems, uh, a massive range of um, hydraulic and, and pneumatic equipment. Um, and, and because of that, because we went from being a sort of a hydraulic and pneumatic stockist, we kind of rebranded the business. Um, and instead of just Christie Hydraulics, we became um, Christie Hydraulics Warwick Limited um, and uh, Christie Hydraulics um, Engineering Services. Uh, and that actually led us to um, rebranding ourselves. We've got this very nice um, catalogue here um, that was designed in-house by one of our um, design team. And that actually went down very, very well with the customers because it, it actually shows um, it's almost like an iron lady, but it's um, it shows a lot of components actually that go to construct the images. We previously had um, some actual awards on this. Um, this was a, the, the original one that we did, which was um, based on Lady Godiva when we were a Coventry based company. And the Lady Godiva, if you look at it very closely, is made up of um, very small images of the products that we sell. And uh, then we went on to um, to this design. Um, so you know, it's it's kind of um, grown, and but the theme has continued right the way through, and it was very very well received in the marketplace to the extent that we actually had um, two awards that were given to us at catalogue launches. Um, so it was you know for a small company um, with lots of other distributors. Who are and some of them are actually quite big uh, corporations. It was actually nice to go up and be presented with a prize that, um, you know, that rewarded the effort that we've had uh, within the business. Um, and obviously, it was somebody within the business that designed that. And uh, and I think it shows a um, a commitment to sort of working to the future um, and looking, you know, looking to try and streamline the business and uh, and, and try and expand on not just the, the hydraulic components, but the, all the, um, the services that we do, such as the design and build of um, hydraulic power packs and systems, which we did um, for um, an aircraft uh, company, actually. So uh, the power packs that we designed and built were used for um, testing aircraft braking systems. Uh, and we've been known on, on more than one occasion when we've been coming back from holidays and uh, 
outstanding Tafley. We uh, we give a, a little round of applause to our customer for getting us there. And um, it's also nice to know that, that we've played a, a part in um, in such a critical part of um, of getting these big birds um, back to base. So um, on that, uh, our, our engineering expertise really, um, when we moved into this um, state-of-the-art premises three years ago, was very, very good and, and broad. And we, you know, we've got engineering, we've got welding, we've got hydraulics, uh, we've got hydraulic repairs. Our engineering manager came to us with a very, very good background of um, engineering, um, uh, hydraulic and, and engineering repairs. He headed up a, a team which, which ran a hydraulic division and uh, he put that expertise to, to good use where we designed and built these very, very high-end systems um, and got into the power pack business in a big way, um, partly due to experience on site, but um, we also invested on very, very extensive courses, um, you know, where he was away from the business for two or three weeks at a time. Um, but he came back uh, with some very, very good ideas and, and the capability to go into that business at a very, very high end, which um, which also benefited us by um, us getting us involved in doing a, a prototype ventilator at the start of the um, pandemic. Uh, we got involved with um, a company that were like-minded that were doing something a bit more sophisticated. We exchanged ideas and, and our unit was a, a kind of a modular unit that could be used in um, third world countries to, to great effect um, and, and a simplified version where um, all the components were available off the shelf and it was extremely portable. So that, that gives you a little bit of a background about the uh, engineering uh, capabilities. Um, we've got customers now um, right through from the Ministry of Defence, agricultural customers, aerospace, automotive, um, and and we, we've built up a good reputation within the business on, on all those sectors. So, um, when, as I say, when we moved into this area, um, we, we were not that, that well known, obviously, a Coventry-based company originally, and it took a few months, but I would say the second year, we found ourselves inundated with um, people coming in and, and having hoses made and um, hydraulic repairs, and um, we've we've definitely built up a, a situation where word of mouth has brought customers in, and we get several customers a day that have been referred by other customers who, who were so pleased that they found a company that um, actually does the uh, the repair and the engineering work in house, um, and is is not essentially a middleman, um, and they can come and talk to our engineers and. Um, and exchange ideas and we go out on site and help them so there's a there's a definite um, sort of camaraderie and and feel good factor about that side of it uh as well as that we've um we've invested um recently um in um engineering on the in the engineering side so that we don't have to actually have so much work um subcontracted out and um that means now that some um, sort of Pretty well 100% of what we do on the hydraulic repair side um, is actually part of, of what we do here at um, Christie Engineering Solutions uh, Technical Centre. Um, and that cuts down, um, obviously, the, the hourly rate that we're paying to subcontractors 
uh, and it means that we're not traveling up and down. The logistics are so much easier because everything's done in-house. Um, and, and really, although we've had this pandemic, you know, we, we had a pledge at the start of this um, when we came in and said that we wouldn't be affected. And the pledge was that we would um, trade out of it leaner and stronger. And with the support of everybody within the business, you know, without any exception whatsoever. And I'm, you know, I'm looking at the first eight, ten weeks of, of lockdown. We were working seven days a week and be proactive and, and make sure that we were capitalising on the opportunities out in the marketplace. Um, our sales and marketing team were, were sort of locked away, uh, setting up um, SEO opportunities, actually building a brand new website. The website that we had before was very good, but um, there were certain restrictions where there were limitations on um, how people could access the website and um, a lot of um, the people in engineering um, are out on site and they access websites on, on mobiles. And um, we had some issues with the um, the website that we had before where it wasn't transferring size-wise onto um, an iPhone. And our team sat down and said, look, we're not, we're not getting where we need to be with this, although, you know, it, it, we were still getting a fair level of business, but we wanted to appeal to a much wider marketplace. And then we, we got to the point where we said, right, we'll, um, we'll reinvest, we'll design a, a brand new website, um, which they did. Uh, and that now has actually um, expanded the product range that we do. And we're now exporting to places such as USA, um, India, Canada. Um, and the other thing that we've offered um, is a sourcing facility. Um, where people might have problems um, with long lead times or trying to replace equipment that's been rendered obsolete. What we do is we go in and we offer direct, direct equivalents to obsolete equipment. Uh, we reduce lead times down. We're often more competitive with the alternatives than the originals. Um, we've had situations where it's very difficult to source product. Um, in some cases, it's impossible if it's been rendered totally obsolete had instances where we've actually um, designed and, and made replacement equipment which has gone to um, a, a um, quality system which we have here, an ISO uh, UCAS system where everything is checked, double checked. Um, we have test facilities here as well. So when an item goes out to a customer, we know that, that it's fit for purpose before the customer fits it. It's been tested um, in the case of a hose. Uh, if it's an 800 bar hose, we would um, probably test to... Um, uh, if it's 800 bar minimum burst hose and, and a working pressure of 200 bar, we would probably test it twice working pressure. So we tested it to 400 bar. So the customer's happy that at 200 bar maximum working pressure, he knows that he's got a, a, an item there that will uh, will be fit for purpose and um, and is guaranteed. So um, really on the sourcing side, I mean, we've had some really good um, results where we had a customer had um, a barring device for turning large um, diesel engines over so that the operators work on the engine with the crank in, in different positions. Um, and it was a fairly Heath Robinson thing that we were looking to replace. And the customer had basically gone out of, sorry, the supplier had um, gone out of business. Uh, and we said, okay, we'll take this away and breathe all over it. And the customer said, no, you can't take it away. It's the last one we've got. Um, we need we need you to come on site, crawl all over it, see what we're doing, look at the application, design something. Um, and on that, we um, we designed um, 
a machine that was lever operated, which emulated the original, but it had got all the filters, regulators, and lubricators. It was a lot more sophisticated. They liked that, but then the, um, they, they went to a pendant uh, so that the, um, the operator could actually um, get closer to the job with a, a pendant facility. Um, and then we went to remote control. So we had three different derivatives of this design. And then some of the um, operators wanted to go back to the original um, lever operated because it gave them a more, more of an inching facility and, and more control. So um, that really brings me possibly to the, to the end of, of that, um, that first um, section. Um, and the only other thing to say really is um, that, you know, we, we've, we've got other examples of, um, of where we've, we've put on a, a good service for customers. I mean, we had um, a very, very well-known savoury um, food producer um, came on to us on a Sunday evening and wanted four accumulators. Um, so that was a real team effort where we had somebody taking the initial call, we had somebody outsourcing the accumulators and getting them in on a Sunday evening through a courier. We had one of our engineers attend the um, our facility here, our uh, engineering centre here, to actually apply the uh, the precharge um, pressures to the accumulators um, which are required. Uh, and then we had one of our team actually deliver the product to Cornwall. So from the telephone call at sort of 8.30 on a Sunday night, we actually found ourselves delivering the product to the customer at um, 6 o'clock the very next morning on the Monday morning. And um, the customer was absolutely over the moon about that because they were able to produce the uh, the well-known um, savoury uh, Cornish uh, delight. <laughs> Um, and that was um, that was obviously uh, available in the uh, supermarkets um, later that day. Um, the other thing that we uh, the other point of interest that we got involved is with was the um, Godiver project, and we were given this award, um, which was for the Cyclopedia, which was um, a thirty-seven outrider uh, machine that had a six-meter figure of Lady Godiva on it. Um, and it was designed to um, get uh, young people involved in engineering and the arts. And it was launched at um, Coventry Cathedral, uh, between the old cathedral and the new cathedral. And uh, we had a situation where uh, people attended and Lady Godiva came out on a massive stage, came out from behind the curtains and walked through the crowd. There was fantastic music, um, dancing, people coming down from high wires. Um, and we were given the award on that um, basically because we um, we offered some um, very high tech um, Goodridge style um, PTFE stainless steel overbraid hoses, which they which were actually used in the um, the braking systems, um, and and those those braking systems obviously were you know it was um it was a charitable uh, free of charge thing that we gave because it was such a good cause. Um, the MD of that particular company is not actually a local person. He's a Londoner, but um, he sort of lived and, and earned his living in Coventry um, most of his life. And uh, he was a great believer in sourcing products locally um, and, and trying to improve the, the lives of, of people in the area, um, not just uh, potential suppliers, but um, engineering projects. Um, 
it, it was such a big thing that um, it actually went to the uh, the Olympics and uh, the engineering side had to get involved so that they could actually get this thing to bend down to go underneath the bridges on the motorway. Um, and obviously we were involved um, in a small way in, in supplying the, the braking systems for that. So um, again, it was a, it's another feel-good factor. Um, and you actually felt as though, you know, you were doing something positive for, for the local area. And to get um, young people involved in engineering, um, you know, it was a it was a very very uh, positive thing at that time, and um, uh, yes, absolutely, yeah. So okay, so that um, that says a bit about um, Christy um, uh, Hydraulics and Engineering Solutions, and obviously you can uh, you can approach us at um, www.christyhydraulics.co.uk. Um, if you've got any more um, inquiries or any any interest in anything I've said, just um, go onto the website and all the contact details are there. So over to the questions. Um, Stephen from Instagram DM. Hi, Brendan. The pandemic has given rise to many new businesses, especially in the digital sector. What online digital adoptions have you undertaken in your company and how has that worked for you? Well, what we're actually doing at the moment, the um, previous website um, had our, our complete catalogue, um, which I showed you earlier. I mean, it's, um, it's a massive range. Um, and this product range is available. You can order today up to 10 o'clock and it, the product can be delivered anywhere in the UK next day. So there's, um, there's not many people can offer that service. And um, what we're doing now is we're looking to populate most of these products uh, that are in the catalogue onto the website so that people can actually order online. Um, and it's it's an automatic system. Um, the product gets picked from a warehouse and gets shipped out that evening and arrives on the carpet on a before nine, before 12 or next day, as I say, anywhere in the UK. So that's one of those um, uh, areas that uh, on the digital side um, that, that we're looking to develop. Um, Doris from Twitter DM. Morning, Brendan. It's been inspiring to listen to you this morning. What two fact, top factors would you attribute attribute your success during the lockdown to? Uh, well, thank you for your kind words there, Doris. Much appreciated. I think the main thing really was um, a kind of an eternal um, optimism. Um, you know, as I say, you know, when, when we came in and, and did this sort of speech, you know, we had sort of taking their heads and rolling their eyes and thinking, you know, he's uh, <laughs> he's got his head in the clouds again. But um, I think that optimistic outlook um, and the idea that if we reach out to people, um, you know, we can help people to, to you know, keep their businesses running. Um, we obviously reached out further afield. We're now worldwide. So we were able to sell to, to places that were less affected by the pandemic at that time. Um, and really, I think, the, the main sort of ethos and motto of the business is it doesn't matter how well we're doing. Um, we've been through ups and downs and, um, you know, we luckily we've traded positively and each year we've actually grown. Um, and, and, and I think the, uh, the motto really is never be, never be complacent, keep pushing um, uh, and just try and make sure that every customer gets, the, you know, the, your best attention, you know, regardless of size of the inquiry or order, um, you know, we, we look to exceed expectations every time the phone rings or every time somebody sends an email into the business. 
So hopefully that's um, answered that one for you. Um, did you have to make any trade-offs or sacrifices in order to pivot your business during the last lockdown? Could you tell us about some of the key learnings that came out of it? Now, I think one of the things that we looked at um, really was the, um, the everyday costs of the business. Um, and, and we took a view that if we reinvested um, and, and looked to reinvest in machinery so that ultimately um, some of our spend on some of the components that we use in, on the engineering side would, would be reduced. And uh, as I mentioned before, all the logistics would be reduced down and uh, the, the sort of in-house philosophy um, would actually bring dividends and, and, and you know, uh, pay bonuses in the fact that um, overall, whilst we have invested at this difficult time, um, at the same time, we, we can see that in the coming months and the coming years, our overall uh, purchasing costs for some of the components that we will be making in-house um, will, will be uh, drastically reduced and, and, and give us that advantage. Um, and that together with um, the, the constant push on sales, um, I know you know one or two companies um, actually laid people off or put people on furlough on the sales side. And um, what we did, we, we just separated the sales and marketing from the business and said, we don't want you to be involved in any other aspect. Uh, we want you to focus 100% on reaching out to people uh, to make sure that you know the existing and highly valued customers know that we're here and we can still um, give them the same service that we always gave them. Um, and to reach out to new customers, um, obviously locally um, in the UK and, and worldwide. And um, that philosophy has actually stood us in good stead. Um, and, I, and I think we've kind of took the optimistic view that, um, you know, we're only in this for, you know, what seems like a long time. But, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things will be a, a relatively short lived thing. And, and hopefully, um, you know, in a few months time, um, it, it'll all be back on again. And certainly we, we saw a um, fairly lean couple of months um, coming into the, um, the the lockdown situation where, we probably didn't look at the figures as closely as we should because as, as, if you're an optimist and, and things aren't what they should be, you, you don't really want to dwell on that. But um, third and fourth month in, we, we looked because the activity was, was so much better. Um, and in actual fact, if you, you know, sort of fourth and fifth month in, we looked at it and um, the, uh, the increase in business that we had when people came back to work made up for the two lean months of the initial lockdown period. Uh, and we found ourselves averaging things out. And, and when you look at the figures today, it's um, it's very difficult to see that the COVID um, happened at all. So, uh, but again, we're not complacent. You know, we don't know what's around the corner. I'm very grateful for the fact that we've been able to keep producing. Um, and it's sort of onwards, upwards, who dares wins, really. That's the, uh, the philosophy. So, OK, um, Bruce from Twitter DM. Morning, Brendan. You have worked with the NHS for months now. Can you talk about how you went about designing products for them and how you've helped them in the recent past? Well, traditionally, um, we've supplied hospitals um, and, and supplied the areas where they do all the sterilisation. A lot of our um, products um, are stainless steel based, um, uh, flexible hoses that are totally stainless steel. Um, 
interlock stainless steel with stainless steel overgrading, stainless steel fittings that's uh, traditionally used in, in that type of um, sector. So we've, we've provided a lot of product in those areas and specialist valves um, for, for machinery within um, sterilization facilities. Um, and that took us on then, obviously when lockdown hit, one of our engineers, our engineer manager approached me and said he'd heard a lot about the um, shortage on the ventilator side. And uh, he, he asked me for the resources and facilities to, to go away and design something. Um, and it was fairly early doors at that time. So, um, you know, we did manage to sort of work a bit of capacity in and put some investment into it. It was very well received in the marketplace. And ultimately it got us into a, a group of like-minded people, probably about, about 300 various um, contacts that we had where we exchanged ideas. And then we moved it into a hydrogen peroxide um, generator, which is a, a sterilization uh, fluid that you can actually produce from just water and electrics in your own facility, um, which uh, also created um, an awful lot of interest. And then that moved on to PPE, which fly um, a lot of our customers um, trying to get people back into work contacted us and said, look, you know, there's a shortage. We were able to, um, we, we, we took a little bit of flyer and, and we invested and put stock in uh, to try and support our, um, our sort of uh, long-standing customers with that um, PPE facility to get people back into work, um, you know, safely. Uh, and that took off in a big way. And um you know, we've managed to maintain the stocks and through our sourcing policy, we've sourced here, there and everywhere, really, to try and make sure that we um, we have the right standard products uh, at the right price. And right down to foggers, you know, where you can actually have a fogger in an office um, where you actually, you know, leave it on for a certain period of time. And it sterilises the complete area um, before people actually attend work. And, um, you know, it can be used in shop, um, hospital facilities everywhere really factories industrial sector so you know that was another area where um, a product that we'd not really uh, been involved with before um, actually came to the forum was you know was able to um, help customers out so uh okay um gabrielle from facebook messenger hi brendan you've talked about how the engineering community has come together in these times of crisis any advice on how small business owners can rally our own community to support each other? Yeah, I think the best thing that I can suggest there, um, Gabrielle, is is really, um, you know, reach out to um, local suppliers, um, you know, talk to people um, who, who are sort of UK based um, and, and try and build up a, a network. We, we certainly did that um, with the... Um, the situation on the PPE um, and the ventilator, um, you know, we through our efforts in that and through raising our profile through LinkedIn and um, um, all sorts of other uh, media, we found uh, ourselves getting into a situation where um, we were starting to get noticed and we were able to exchange ideas with lots of people in the industry. Okay, so uh, so. Right. Okay. I think that's it then, uh, people. I think Gabrielle's is possibly the last question, and um, um, I certainly hope that, that that's been useful to everybody. And, uh, and thank you for your kind comments. And um, as I say, you know, it's been an honour to uh, to host this today. Um, poll results. The poll results are in. 
we asked you, have you prepared your business for the next six months? Uh, 40% of you answered yes, and 60% of you said no. Please react to the poll results. Okay, uh, well, thank you, um, everybody out there. Uh, stay safe. Uh, keep pushing on, and um, we'll get to the other side and out of the darkness into the light in good shape. Thanks, everybody. Bye for now.